So on our street, which is across from a large wooded area, there is a flock of wild turkeys <laughs> that enjoys taking a stroll through everybody's yard early each morning. I counted 15 of them on the day our dog Layla turned 15 years old this week. It was so nice of them to remember. <laughs> now, Layla doesn't love the turkeys so much, though. And when she sees them, she barks ferociously to guard her home against these winged intruders. And almost immediately, the turkeys all scatter, waddling their plump little selves down the road. And we don't think of turkeys as particularly brave or ferocious creatures, do we? Which is why the word turkey, or its counterpart, chicken, is sometimes used as an insult, right? A reference to a person who is acting sort of like a coward, or unwilling to take a risk, or even to defend themselves. What are you, chicken? I can still remember the playground bullies saying on more than one occasion. They probably have meaner words today, but I'd rather not know what they are. Speaking of bullies, we have all seen images these past few weeks, remarkable and sometimes tragic images of what's happening in Ukraine. Vladimir Putin thought he would be able to just roll in with his tanks and the people would turn over and roll over and hand over their sovereign nation without much of a fight, not being able to mount a defense to Russia's massively outsized army. But that's not what happened, is it? So many people from shop owners to grandmothers to the president himself turned themselves overnight into a kind of renegade army, willing to risk everything to protect their country. And so many of the images that I've seen have been accompanied with some sort of commentary to the effect of, these people are not chickens. <laughs> I've wondered many times if I would be so brave, so willing to put everything on the line if the same thing were happening here. I admire their bravery, their love for their homeland, and their openness to make that ultimate sacrifice. Is that what God is like? I have wondered. We have seen many other images, though, as well, of people huddled together in subway stations turned into bomb shelters, of refugees packing trains hoping to flee to some kind of safety, of mothers holding their babies close or weeping for them as entire villages and hospitals are bombed from the sky. In them, I see a different kind of bravery. One not characterized by fighting back so much as offering shelter, protection, and fierce, unwavering love, knowing full well that none of it may actually matter in the end, 
in terms of the outcome, but that it nevertheless must be offered, it must be given. Even if our bodies cannot be kept safe, we all need a place where at least our souls can feel safe, where we are in community with other people, where we can at least cry out together when we can do nothing else. Is that what God is like? I have wondered as well. There are many, many images of God in the Bible, and a good number of them are motherly images. In Hosea, God is portrayed as an enraged she-bear protecting her cubs. In Deuteronomy, God is a soaring mother eagle. God is a laboring woman in Isaiah, the mother of a healthy, happy toddler in Psalm 131, and a skilled midwife in Psalm 22. But none of those powerful and successful images are what Jesus chooses in our gospel today to describe himself, how he feels when faced with the suffering of the world, with the fox that is Herod, seeking to erase him from the earth. Of all things, Jesus compares himself to a mother hen, which is, at the end of the day, say it with me, a chicken. When faced with his own spiritual warfare and this fox coming for his life, Jesus does not invite us to contemplate him as a lion or a wolf or a bear or even another fox, a bigger and stronger force that will crush the enemy. Nor does he liken himself to a scrappy pup like Layla, who may not pose much of a physical threat, but can sure bark and put up a fight. No, Jesus is the mother holding her children close under her wings, creating a space for them to just be, a refuge to fly to when, where they can be covered in her love. A mother hen, after all, may not have very much bite, but she will always put herself between her chicks and anyone who would come to harm them. She will not initiate battle, but she will willingly lay down her own life before anyone gets to her babies. She will sacrifice herself out of love for them. Hens, after all, have the capacity for empathy. Did you know that? Like humans do. Studies have found that mother hens are such attentive, caring parents that they can actually feel their chick's pain. In experiments, female chickens showed clear signs of anxiety when their young were in distress. They found that adult, male, adult female birds possess at least one of the underpinning attributes of empathy, the ability to be affected by and share the emotional state of another. Well, that sounds very much to me like the God who chose to take on our fragile 
flesh and blood and walk in our shoes so that God could feel, feel what it is to be human, to know pain and pleasure, to be tempted, to share a meal, to embrace, to feel betrayed, and yes, even to die. Not God the heavenly warrior, but God with us, with us wherever we find ourselves, in bunkers and subway tunnels, or all the places in this world where the fox comes chasing after us. Jesus is there covering us in the shadow of her wings. Now, her presence does not mean that the bitter cup will pass from us. But it does mean that she will drink it first. And having drunk it, and gone down to that place where we must go, she breaks it of its power by her very presence. Even at the grave, we find her there, with her arms wide open to gather us in. And not just us. The mother hen in this story, as you can see in the reading, also longs for those who are not yet willing, who do not yet understand, who, like that prodigal son, are still sort of lost in their own illusions. She is eager to gather them too. And if we can trust the words of the one who said, when I am lifted up, I will draw all people to myself we can be sure that our mother hen will not give up until she does. Beloved, this is what community in Christ looks like. The community that God is constantly creating and recreating among us through every season of life, through every hardship, through this pandemic and into the future. It is not a place that is walled off from foxes. We all know that. But it is a place where we need not be afraid because we have each other and we have our mama hen who knows us all by name. And in her brood, we will live all the days of our lives and in the life that lasts forever.